The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! This is Homeboy88 for the Video Game Connection. Join us weekly for the most entertaining video game podcast you'll ever hear. Join Ivan, Big Tom, and myself as we review the latest games, up-to-date gaming news, and game previews all in comedic form. It's a jam-packed hour of ear fun with our own video game rap songs. Listen to the Video Game Connection wherever you listen to podcasts, except Walmart. Never Walmart. Keep gaming and keep listening to the Video Game Connection. I'm going to cut to the chase. You two, especially you, you are not maximum male model material. Especially you. Oh, ho, ho! Well, how about this? Model this and Marseille. Get the hell out of the room. Not quite the beauty shot that maximum male models was looking for. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Montreal, what up? We got something special for y'all. Yeah, we got Madonna? something special. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> what? Yeah, hey, we love this. like finals. Let's oh, get man. it. We back like we never left. Back. Yeah, we back. Yeah, we all the way hey. back. All, all the way back. back. And we throwing like a wave cap. Got the wave back. Everybody know who won the game. We gon' claim that. It's it. 
here to celebrate our battles and to prepare for what's to come. We respect you as great warriors, champions, and heroes. But your time has passed. The wounds upon your flesh are merely a prelude. You failed to heed our warnings. Your folly and your pride have led you here. And now, Valhalla awaits. Tonight, we stand upon these consecrated grounds to pay tribute. A great battle awaits. Soon, the sun will set upon the new day. And it will be the dawn of a new Viking day. They chose you. 
and they were wrong. They chose you, McIntyre, and deep down inside, you've always known they were wrong. Oh, and that's Shayna Baszler, the number one contender for the title. With an attack on Morgan. And you have to believe that the, the words of Ronda Rousey from last week look, still, at, look at that face. Still ringing in Baszler's ears. Rousey's saying, Baszler, you used to be a killer. You used to be a killer. He's laying in wait. Shayna Baszler attacking Lynn's arm. Her bad arm. Gonna break. Break Morgan's arm. Meanwhile, bro kick! Bro by Sheamus from out of nowhere! Carter Sheamus is going to Cardiff, Wales! Here is your winner, Sheamus! Superman punch! Honorary Oos! 
Sami Zayn sacrificed himself for Roman. And now Roman looking to lay waste to McIntyre. But listen, I got a question for you. It's got nothing to do with SmackDown, or at least not yet. But how big do you think Santos Escobar is real life? Hide him Interesting question. Uh, well, to me, he seems like a, around 5'8 and about 185. Uh, I agree. I think he's 5'8, 5'9, maybe 190. Wow. Well, what, what do you ask, actually, Jeff? That, that's an interesting question to ask to start the show. Because um, I got into a Twitter, you know, dis- debate discussion with Mish about it, and he seemed to think the guy was six one two twenty five. He sees a you know heavyweight champion. I heard him on Soup talking about it, and I'm like, 
what are you talking about? The guy, the, the, I mean, we all saw him for five years in Lucha Underground, four years in Lucha Underground. He's smaller than Ricochet. I love the guy too, but he's small and he's 40. Maybe as a cruiserweight or be a great tag team to reunite Prince Puma and King Cuerno, but no. And he's like, I see a heavyweight. I'm like, I see a cruiserweight. What? Mish, what the hell, man? Welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk. I'm your host, Jimmy T, or is it? Maybe it's Steve Bott's version 2.0. I don't even know anymore, but it doesn't matter because my co-host, he's back once again. They call him Pink Floyd because he's wearing the shirt, but really he's called Evil Dose, Dr. Jeff Lippmann. Welcome to the Friday Night Smack Talk. And more importantly, what drugs is Mish on? Uh, probably all of them, but I, I, I <laughs> went through the prism there. What year is it? That, that, that SmackDown entrance was hell in the cell. What was that, 2020, 2019? <laughs> Something like that. I mean, look, the Fiend's back. Can't you see? Uh, maybe. I hope so. I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking so. I was on the lookout for Rambling Rabbit in the background. I didn't catch him. <laughs> well, don't worry. He'll be back very soon. I mean, I did spot a few AEW wrestlers, but that was the latest I could get with that background. Oh, you know who I saw? Song. The guy that I called Meth Head, he was one of the security guards that Ronda Rousey beat him. Oh. <laughs> they, they, they called him was was he, Keller, like they called him Bo Keller. Oh, was he really in that intro? Yeah, he was, he was one of the security oh, wow. guards that, in, uh, that Ronda Rousey beat up. He was the one who approached her from the front while the stockier one that looked like a young Bobby Fish approached her from behind. <laughs> I think he got injured too. He's like, I look like Bob. Oh, I'm injured. (laughs) Look, before we get into SmackDown with Ronda Rousey, the way she was doing those, uh, you know, those takeovers with the, you know, the arm drags, whatever you want to call them, man, they look painful, painful, dude. Those judo throws. Yeah, listen, I like what Ronda was doing tonight. So um, I like this sort of this, I'm suspended, I'm going to kick ass until you reinstate me kind of thing. I like this, the show doesn't start until you give me what I want. I mean, she doesn't have quite the intensity of Steve Austin, but it's cool. It it feels all right. I like like how they're using the crowd and the audience and sort of everything is part of the show. Absolutely. But I just (laughs) want to touch on... We are live, by the way, on YouTube. We're back on YouTube, just quietly. Doc, there's time. a car that's going to hit you from behind. Whoa, where, where? Oh, shit, there it is. <laughs> just moved. Just dodged it. But anyway. Overdrive. Yeah, absolutely, pal. <laughs> but we're live not only on YouTube. We're live also on Twitch for the first really? time on the Smack Talk. Yeah. We're on Twitch now. Yeah, we're twitching, all right. <laughs> I'm twitching. See how I'm bleeding in? I'm just... It's weird. My arms it's disappear. that thing where you pop your, your buttocks like you're dancing? Is that something? No, that's twerking. Oh. That's twerking, Jeff. That's twerking. Not twitching, but twerking. Right. But speaking of twitching, I do want to ask, because before we get into WWE and SmackDown in general, I want to touch on something that happened on Dynamite with, uh, what are they calling Phil Brooks? Or is it CM Skunk? 
because uh, apparently you he's going into it for himself. Something. I smell something, but I just don't know exactly what that is. I don't know if it's TK's asshole or is it CM Punk's mouth? Because either way, it stinks. So <laughs> what I want to ask you, do, do we believe this is the real deal with CM Punk or is this all a work and they're all trying to work us anyway? Well, we in the royal we, I believe that, that it's real, mostly because I want to. Uh, I've never liked CM Punk. I've never thought he was a good guy. I've never thought he was really the the protector of the proletariat and the voice of the common man. I've always thought that CM Punk had one set of rules for himself and one set of rules for everybody else, which is that you do things his way and you're good. If you do things not his way, then you're bad. So, um, but it sounds like him. He's done this before. He has a history of doing it. Uh, everyone's acting like it's real. Even the aw you know apologists everything is good um i don't know if, it, if it's a work it's a good one but listen mjf is, has not been on tv since what june 1st or something like that and yeah, it's, it's now gone. 11 weeks since then and of course he's going to come back at some point because the labor strife is going to break down and everyone's going to be convinced that it was work this whole time nobody keeps their biggest star of tv especially when their other biggest stars are all injured I mean, nobody does that voluntarily. There's no work on earth that that's long, that long and, and that real without there being an injury. He's not injured. So, so the rumor, the counter rumor is that MJF is coming back somewhat soon. But what the hell does somewhat soon mean? Yeah, I saw that. I don't, I don't have a clue. To me, that's just a dirt sheet talking shit, pretty much. <laughs> and Facebook user says in the chat, Phil is a punk shocker. You know a Facebook user? I'm going to start eating a lot more salad somewhat soon. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> That's somewhat <what> I'm... <laughs> soon. You don't know I'm wrong. <laughs> Did the dirt sheets report that about you eating salads, Jeff? <laughs> That's right. I, I am the big story in vegan circles. Oh, wow. There you go. You heard it here first, folks. Well, it's interesting. But the thing that I find even more interesting is his comments about Hangman Adam Page. Mr. Butterfly Man himself. Not mm. cowboy shit, but butterfly shit, in my opinion. Right. And uh, this is, um, well, before we continue on, the Facebook user says once again, somewhat soon in the cosmic sense, indeed. I'm cosmic. <laughs> he is. You, can so you put am I. Look shine on you crazy diamond or something? Oh, who, the, who the fuck knows? But all I, what, what I do want to know is if Phil is going in it for himself, boy, he's got to be the biggest crybaby in professional wrestling history. And if his fans stick by him with this shit, if it's real, if it's legit, you guys have got problems straight up. Listen, let's game plan it up. If it's not real, this is an angle to have Hangman Page interfere in the match next week and turn all out into a triple threat. That sounds like WWE booking, not AEW booking, mm. but hey, you gotta you gotta do things and maybe you wanna put you know, maybe you don't want Punk to keep the belt because you think he's brittle or whatever, or maybe you don't want John Moxley to uh, uh, eat the pin, um, you know, because he's been a great soldier and, and he's carried the belt, you know, with honor or whatever you wanna say, you know, even though he's kissing Effie in one ring and playing with Nick Gage in another and this kind of thing. But uh so you have Hangman Page to uh, eat the pin at All Out. That, 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 that would be the work aspect. If it's not, I mean, CM Punk really sees things unilaterally one, one way because he yells, 
the the volume of the apology must be as loud and clear as the disrespect. Well, you just disrespected Tony Khan. You just disrespected everyone else in the locker room by wasting three minutes of time. And whatever you think of the end of Dynamite with whether that turn against Dragon Lee made sense or not, it certainly would have benefited from having more than 12 seconds of airtime. True, absolutely. Well, it's intriguing, no less, but uh, still, they drama. can't... Well, yeah, a lot of drama. See, it is like drama. Exactly, I was just about TBS, to say that. But they're right, on TBS. I was going to say about TNT loves drama. That's their slogan. Well, is it, is it TNT is drama? Whatever the hell their slogan is, it's not on TNT anyway, like drama. you said. Right, exactly. But um, USA also, is characters welcome. Ah, there you go. See the difference? See, see? But you know what's funny? God. <laughs> but what's even funnier, though, is the fact that they couldn't even break a million anyway after all that. Even with Kenny's return. Not that they advertised it. Listen, I am the only person on earth who didn't think Kenny Omega was coming back. I on Hammerlock Hangover, I actually did a whole prediction thing that that you know, because you're picking who would win certain matches. And I said to Steve, like, you can pick the field, you can pick any other scenario, and you will be right. Like literally, he could have picked Lego characters jousting on crickets, <laughs> and he would have been right, and I would have been wrong. If, every part of my scenario so it would have been kenny laid out by red dragon you didn't see, you don't see any of it because they're all injured you just see them run away and drive away as the bucks run them off and then they go to hangman page and hangman page you know sort of says no but then he runs in to rescue them and that's how that 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 threesome wins and because i kenny omega wasn't coming back so soon after seeing him maybe he did maybe he's just a really great actor i don't know maybe it was rust whatever but I'm the what I'm saying is I'm the only person in the world who actually thought the Omega thing was was going to be a work. So, you know, what do I know? So um, I don't even know what I got started. But so like I see work sometimes when there when there aren't works. Um, and I don't know th this this feels very CM punky, but it it's also listen, I heard what Hangman Page said. I mean, because I remember very distinctly, he did a promo. It was nearly identical to Chris Statlander's promo. Uh, you know, and both of them lost to XWW people, which was weird to let them do those promos. And I just thought it was just weird choices by sort of young wrestlers given too much freedom. Um, but apparently that was the disrespect. And that and that was a comment that, that Adam uh, Page tweeted out. I don't take advice. Like, So I don't know. It seems real. And doesn't Adam Page seem like the kind of guy who needs a safe space and, you know, wants to talk it out, not fight it out? I don't know, but what I do know is I think this is better for Paige than for Punk, in my opinion. You know, I think he needs something like this, some sort of fire to light right under his butterfly ass, shall I say. Because maybe, you know, look, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm still leaning towards it to work. I just, I can't see Punk being, well, how old is he, man? 40-something? 40 44? 40, 42, I don't even 43. know. Whatever his age. But he looks older than me. He does. He actually does. He looks I mean, doesn't, he look, doesn't he look like a, a like like he's a veteran back from Vietnam who has drug issues and PTSD. <laughs> he's straight edge chef. I know what he, I know what it is, but I'm saying what it looks like. He, he definitely he would be PTSD, like the guy though. in taxi driver in, in like nineteen seventy five. No, you're right. Great, great, great movie actually, by the way. But I do want to say I was talking to you. Are you talking to me? I'm walking here. <laughs> 
Ah, there we go. <laughs> but I want to also touch on this guy at 43, whatever the hell he is. He's a loser in MMA. He's a he's a crybaby in professional wrestling, and it seems to continue on into 2022 in AEW in TK's little galaxy, whatever you want to call it. I just can't believe if this is legit. If he really did all this, this guy has definitely got PTSD, Jeff, and that PTSD to... is ahead. from WWE. <laughs> right, of course, it's it's, it's still Vince's fault. Um, yeah, don't you want to know who's on Page's side and and who's on Punk's side? Who's on Punk's side, more importantly, Jeff? Well, I mean, either way, you could try to fill in the blanks. But they were saying that, like, this goes back to the Colt Cabana thing. I mean, who could have seen this? Right, apparently. Right. Um, I mean, all this over Colt Cabana. Finally, Colt Cabana's relevant. I mean, (laughs) amazing. Thanks to Phil. Good for Colt. Evanston Strong represent. Um, (laughs) CM Punk is Chicago, but but, uh, Colt is the suburbs. (laughs) (laughs) um i I don't know but shit the suburbs this this whole thing oh boy this thing yeah what are they called lake lakeshore drive represent (laughs) unite um that's awesome we've got the city versus the suburbs it's an all illinois battle between cabana and brooks but uh, what i do want to say about you see the, the, the MMA guy that the first beat up CM Punk with the reverse choke cold. Right, said, right, the yeah, first guy. He, he tweeted back, he goes, anybody need me? <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. Same no like Jimmy way. Jacobs or something. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. No, it's not Jimmy Jacobs. That's, he's someone else. Uh, I, I know that there's another Jimmy Jacobs that, that used to right. be in wrestling that wears the, the eye makeup. But basically, it's like Skinny Raven. Oh, boy. Demo Ralph. Raven. Feel, feel, feel. And also, before we get into WWE, I also want to say I was the only one, I think, out of everybody that said Kenny was coming back shortly, right? I've been saying this the whole time. So I just want to point out. Out of who? I mean, I know I didn't, but I thought I was alone in that. Well, Jago was like on your side, basically. Like he thought there's no way he's coming back yet. He thought it was going to be the Hung Bucks. I said, no way. It's going to be Kenny and the Bucks, right? So, and I, I stuck to it. It panned out, but I must say, seeing Kenny with the way he was, it was kind of weird, dude. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was weird. I mean, first of all, I mean, listen, I know that this, this is old news, but the Bucks act and wrestle exactly the same heels and faces, and they still have Brandon Cutler doing the spray thing, which is a heel gimmick with his stupid, obnoxious tracksuit. I mean, they they know this business well enough that if they're not going to change, what are, are the stuff around them changes, but then. Kenny Omega comes out with Don Callis and Michael Nakazawa. I mean, why? That, that, that's a heel gimmick too. I mean, the whole thing. And as a heel, it's great. But as an injured, you know, trying to overcome, you know, basically compressor, you know, compressor shirt, the the shoulder brace, the you know, the oh, bionic right. one, and you know, God knows how many tapes and cupping bruises he has underneath it. You know, Jeez. all of that stuff. I mean. I don't know. The, it, 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 the whole thing was a heel presentation when they're supposed to be faces and they should know better. But something looked wrong with Kenny. Not, I mean, he did. He did. Right. He looked slow. The, obviously, their teamwork was off. They were not crisp. But, and, and I'm sure someone was acting, but he, he was sort of For drunk sure. walking. He reminded me of that Moxley drunk walk he does. Look, to be fair to Kenny, look, I'm sure there's a lot of ring rust involved here, right? There has to be. What's I mean, the seriously. In the world? Hey. To me, he, he was the best in the world, but there is a lot of ring rust involved. I think he will be back 
too easy. Is that, is that hit somewhat pissed. in the background? It's gonna stop once we get into SmackDown, right? We back, so we, so back. we back, we back, we back, all the way back, <laughs> back, 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 back. I should just do that. But anyway, look, I'm happy for Kenny. Fuck Phil Brooks and fuck AEW at this point because it's a shit show going on over there. But well, anyway. let's, let's bright side it. If it's a work, it's great. Um, right. If it's not a work. And they get through this one way or another, even if it's because Tony keeps spending money foolishly, whatever happens and they get a TV contract renewal and they exist, or even if they don't and they exist, just Tony buys his own TV station. (laughs) The silver lining is that Tony is going to have to make some hard choices and that's good for him. And that's going to be good for AEW long run, assuming there is a long run. Because he's never had to make hard choices. The hardest choice he made was releasing Swole. And if he just shut up about it, it it, it would have been forgotten in 36 hours like everything else. Oh, boy. TK and AEW. The the gift that keeps on giving, Jeff. That's what this is right now. I mean, seriously. 2022. This is why, though, I do think it's all a work. Because 2022 has been the year of AEW and their worked shoots. If you've noticed, that's been their thing. Cody was at work, but then he wasn't. That's true. Kenny, I mean, Cody was at work, and then he wasn't, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he took I mean, off, the, he left work. The work was that the EVPs were important. That was a work. If it turns out they weren't, they weren't. So, I mean, unintentional work. I mean, you can turn a real shoot into a work. I mean, that, sure. you know, they can try that with NJF. Maybe they can do it with Punk, but there's no reason for them to give away this title match on Dynamite unless they're desperate for ratings and September is the more important ratings month than October. Just, just, you know, just quietly, as you like to say, um, quietly. (laughs) Thank you. Um, and you have a pay-per-view in two and a half weeks. And until Wednesday, you had two matches set. And it turns out one of them isn't set any longer. And one of them is the, the finals of the tournament. Now there's been a couple, there's been other matches talked about. They set a few more matches. Uh, a meaningless trios match with uh, Wardlow doing Hulk and and Satnam Singh doing Andre with their supporting cast FDR and Duck and uh, Jay Lethal, Tony Storm in a, against Thunder Rosa. Even though they had this match ten weeks ago, which tells you Tony Storm's going to win because they've given up on Thunder Rosa, and I guess she'll turn heel. Um, well, do you blame him? <laughs> no, not I, I really don't. Tony Storm would be right. the way I would go, but I mean, what's the difference? Um, at least, well, what's the difference? Or maybe they just turn Thunder Rosa heel and, and keep her as a champion as a, a heel and see how that works. Yeah. But they have better, uh, but they're the, the only two women who are of significance there are, are frankly better heels. Um, that's Britt Baker and, and Jade, by the way. Um, absolutely. I think Guevara is facing Kingston, is said to be a match. Brian against Jericho is said to be a match, and Starks versus Hobbs is said to be a match. But none of that, I mean, all of that is sort of being set up a little bit in the background, but none of it's clear, none of it exact. I mean, if if you watch Rampage tonight, you wouldn't think in two weeks that Hobbs is going to get to Starks. And Guevara hasn't even been talking about Kingston, and Kingston hasn't been talking about Guevara. So, I mean, we just saw Jericho and and Brian on Dynamite, but... uh, I don't know. It, this is supposed to be your Super Bowl, and it's, it's turning into a, a toilet bowl. <laughs> nice. Nicely played, actually. That's very nicely played, Jeff. But you know what? Enough of this shit show of AEW. 
If you want to really hear our thoughts, tune in tomorrow where we do a special Saturday edition of The Skirmish where you can find not only my thoughts, but also Jeff's about AEW Dynamite. Yeah, but really this is Friday night. One. I really want right. to talk about Dynamite this week. And, and, and I know it sounds like folks that hated it. I really didn't hate it. The first hour I found to be compelling TV, but if there's nits to pick, pick, I will. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get into WWE Smackdown. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. That's what it reminds me of. You want and, to um, the music? Shoosh. Yeah, shoosh. Well, it was what? shooshing. It was on its what? way to shooshing. There you go. It's cut. It's It's gone. Because we're getting into SmackDown. Look at him. <laughs> Can you see your peeps out there, Jeff? Yeah, Jungle Boy uh, talking about. Uh, I thought Christian did. Oh. <laughs> Captain Charisma. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we got WWE Friday Night SmackDown coming from Quebec, Montreal, Canada. And uh, look, I'm always happy. That backwards. I did. It's actually it's Montreal, Montreal, Quebec, Quebec. Canada. The right, Royal Mountain. Right. That's right. You're right. This is a and Quebec knew... city in Quebec. That's right. That's Quebec, true. eh? <laughs> Quebec, eh? But you got to put the French accent, though. It's like, we oui, oui, Quebec, eh? All my accents. <laughs> all my accents sound vaguely Macedonian. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that one. That's a brilliant one. You're very welcome. All our blockheads. <laughs> anyway. You're a funny guy. You popped me there big time. As we're building up to the upcoming Clash of the Castle pay-per-view, which feels, eh, I don't know, man. I, I don't even like this build to the castle, but whatever. It is what it is. But we start off the show with Ronda Rousey just magically appearing right by the commentator's table yeah, as suddenly like she walks into the ring with no entrance. Yeah, I like Pat. He's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and then he realized hey it's Ronda Rousey everybody you know what I mean yeah. like it was so weird it's like did he even realize they were on the air like that was yeah, weird yeah. I love that that just like, even if you didn't I don't care I don't care either way I love him it's it's great oh absolutely that makes two of us I'm a huge fan of Pat McAfee's I mean I, I like him so much that he actually loves Aussie rules football actually he's like a student of that game dude no no shit, I love well, it. So didn't he play professional rugby for a few a few years? No, no, before? no. See, no, 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 no. It's you all think it's rugby. Even he thought it was rugby, but it's actually called Aussie Rules Football. It's nothing like rugby, and well, he did play. It it. Yes. So he, yeah, he played that professionally for a few years before yes. the NFL, right? Well, not before the NFL. After the NFL, he discovered it. He loved it, and then he went balls deep into it, like to the point where he's been on Australian radio shows, Australian what? TV shows. He, he, he went what? balls deep. Balls deep. Mean, balls deep. You know what that means. I'm sure the you go balls deep. Penis. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But in this case, it's also the answer is testicles. <laughs> Which is part of a penis. <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is this becoming a thing every week, even when I'm not even you intending it to all be? Of your all, the answer to all your questions just so <laughs> happens to be penis. And I recognize that pattern. And you walk into it every time because you're always talking about dicks. God damn it. God damn it. Well, we did start off with dick on the show. Like Greeker? Freaking no, CM Punk. You're you're from <laughs> the you're from the golden age of men when there were no women. I understand. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> what are you trying to say? It's your are you saying Greeks are homos. It's a creation story. I didn't make it up. <laughs> you're a pre anyway. Enough of the dick talk. Let's get it's back to the ring. 
Because as I was saying, we do, well, it is the smack talk. We do talk shit over here on the smack talk. But we get Ronda Rousey walking to the ring with no entrance, as I was saying. She says last week she paid her fine and then some. So she's not leaving the ring tonight until she's reinstated. As Adam Pearce then comes out to the stage with a couple of security guards, he says he can't reinstate her. Wait, that wait, authorities wait. are... Well, sorry. One of the security guards was Bo Keller or Go... Yeah, no, uh, oh, yeah, Wade you're Keller. right, Bo Keller. Bo Keller, not Wade Keller, Bo, Bo Keller. Keller, the jobber from last week that I called meth head on this very show. <laughs> yes, you, you sure Four did. And, and yes, no, indeed, and that's exactly what we got. Anyway, he says he can't reinstate her. That authority is above his pay grade, and he gets it. She's upset, but she can't come out here and hijack the show. She tells him not to make her choose violence, and Pierce sends security to the ring to escort her out of the ring. They grab her arms. She ends up shrugging in their mouth, kicking one and judo throwing the other. The other two guards rush her. She gets the armbar on one of them. He begs, and Adam tries to talk sense into her, and she just falls back into the armbar. Pierce calls two police officers, though, and Rousey submits to being cuffed, and she just walks out. As she's walked out to the police car, she continues to, to like, you know, basically talk shit to Pierce before telling him, He's got a nice haircut. What hair, Rhonda? What hair? Anyway, the police end up driving off in a black SUV, pulls up, and who is it? Acknowledge him, Jeff. It's it's Roman Reigns. Solo. But bef- solo. It felt like back in the day when we used to get, you know, the limos appearing, except in this case, we got SUVs appearing. That's and the by new solo, limo. I don't mean Aaron Solo or Solo no. Sico. I mean no, no, Solo no. alone. No, no, no wise man. No Uso that doesn't have DUI charges keeping him from going. Yeah, apparently he couldn't get in the country. country. Yeah, there's some truth to that, man. That's weird, dude, because it's funny. Australia's pretty strict with, and I know the States is too. Like if you've got like a slight criminal record, you ain't coming here, right? But there are exceptions, (laughs) right? And the Uso's got into Australia, no problems. Obviously, the WB have got some high people, like, you know, they've got friends in high places down here and allowed them in. But in Canada, it seems like they don't. Was, I didn't realize it was Canada. I just figured that his uh, probation officer or parole said uh, All that. that you can't leave the country uh, with you know without our permission. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it is no. a Canada thing. I don't know. His court case is done and dusted, dude. He's not, it's not like he's on bail. No, but you have probation afterwards, and one of the terms means it might be you can't leave the country without permission. Maybe he didn't ask permission. Maybe he forgot to ask. I don't maybe, know. I don't but, know. Maybe, but you might be right. Maybe it's a Canada thing. Well, yeah. Well, apparently, well, they did say he had visa issues. So, yeah, well, whatever. That, that, that like, could be that could be from both countries or either country. I mean, there's two sovereign nations involved, and I don't know the cause. I'm sure it'll get out eventually, uh, soon enough. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure the dirt sheets will come up with some bullshit. Literally, that, well, listen. You know, if they have it worked out by Monday, if he's on Raw, you, you'll know Toronto? that. Yeah, yeah. The, then you'll know that they figured it out, and and, and somebody will report. How they figured it out, how, what, who they cleared it up with. Sure, we'll, but we'll wait and see. I mean, at the end of the day, they could have had, you know, J, uh, J. Uso appearing and also, you know, Paul Heyman. But for whatever well, reason, they did well, it. What they should have done is they should have put Jimmy behind a plant when they came to Canada and had Jay Uso oh, come in, get through, and then sneak back around and then have Jimmy <laughs> Uso go in and, and pretend he was Jay. And then, then Jay would come out from the tree with his own passport and say, you know, I just came. You saw, remember, I, I, I forgot something. Sorry, man. It's all good, right? Yeah. Work. All right. 
Us. Oh. Yeah, you go. Us. I'm sure that could work. Us, us, us. Anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, well, whatever reason. Ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, whatever the reason, they didn't get into the country, or did they? We'll find out come Monday. But uh, I actually didn't mind uh, Reigns being all alone, to be honest, for once. But he felt like a babyface sort of thing in this show. But anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, we come back from commercial as commentary hypes up tonight's matches. Then we get Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky arriving. With tickets in hands. What did I tell you, Jeff? Doesn't he smell like NWO all over again? Remember when Hall and Nash turned up in the second week or the third week of the NWO sort of forming? And they had tickets and popcorn on Nitro? This is exactly what they're doing, dude. Well, listen, that, but this, this is a wrestling thing. I mean, you, there's the New Day gif where, where you know, the, the popcorn's spilling over because they're watching from the seats where they have tickets. Right. I mean, this you know, the, the, how many times did Jericho buy Skybox tickets or MJF when they're watching? So, yeah, the, the, this yeah, I bought right. a ticket, you can't kick me out thing is is all. But no, you're you've always been right about the the BWO having a little bit of a <laughs> uh, you know um, uh, NWO vibe to it. But the important thing is that Pat is the one saying I'm the most aware commentator here, and I can feel something happening behind me. I can feel the commotion. <laughs> so once again, Pat was Pat was the best. You just that he gave him all of high five, dude. Yeah, why not? That's good. <laughs> why with, not? That's good with everyone except for bum ass Corbin. True, as he should be, like good with everyone but bum ass Corbin. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, we get into a match number one though, which is between Natalia and Sonya Deville versus Toxic Attraction okay. in Gigi Dolan and Who called Jason that James. Three weeks ago, you did. I'll that's give right. you that. That's true. You did. You called it. And what made you think that, though, to be honest? Because the, the team of Zoe Starks and Nikita Lyons never made a well, bit stupid. of sense to me. Right. They both have issues with um, Mandy Rose. Uh, and so it would make sense for Toxic Attraction to take them out. Now, the interesting thing is that I might have accidentally been right uh, because they said that Zoe Starks got injured in the, in the match. They didn't say what the injury was. Which is part of WWE. But the other thing going around is Nikita Lyons might not have been let into Canada the same reason that Cross and really? Scarlet weren't live there, because maybe they're they don't they haven't been vaccinated and so they can't cross oh, the border. No. So, no way. Uh, yeah, so it it might be that. Uh, I, I don't know if there's I don't know if whoa, there's whoa, truth whoa. to either or both things. Hold on a minute. Does Canada still have that ruling? Because here in Australia you don't need to be vaccinated now to get into the country. I I'm not Canadian. Do we have access to any wow. Canadians? Uh, well, I thought, I thought that was resolved with the whole trucker strike thing. Interesting. I, I don't know anymore. I don't, Canada's weird, dude. I, I, I don't know. But if that's the case, right. Well, if that's the case, that is bad stuff, man. If any of our listeners are Canadian right now, can anybody tell us what's going on over there? Do you need to be vaccinated to get into Canada? If anyone knows and anyone's Canadian, please let us know in the chat. ASAP. Thank you. Anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Shush. Anyway, as I was saying, it was a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament first round match. And uh, you know what? To my surprise, well, not really, Toxic Attraction win by pinfall with a schoolboy from JC Jane on Natalia. Not a bad matchup, but still, I didn't like the thing about Toxic Attraction. They're very green still in many ways, Jeff. I thought it was a bad match. 
it was it very was. discombobulated. There weren't a lot of good moves. Uh, they had to, I mean, they kept going, so they had to resort to a lot of punches and kicks. It was very, very sloppy. I'm not surprised that Toxic Attraction won because Natty's there to lose to new talent. And Sonya Deville, like, this is not her story. Her story is not to be a tag team champion. Toxic Attraction, right. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you know, they're, they're heels. They were two-time NXT women's styles. They're from a hot act. Uh, they made reference to Mandy Rose. I don't think she's coming up just yet, but uh, I don't know. But the match itself was ugly. I sometimes I don't mind an ugly match because it, fe- it it feels a little bit realer. But only shots is involved. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 this one was just clunky. And Natalia, what the like her her boobs are her entire torso now. It, oh my it's, God, it, it's getting difficult <laughs> to, to watch. Like she's starting to go from someone who's like you know overcompensating uh, for something to, to becoming like just a big thick old woman wait 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 she's a piece of ham that's what you want to say right is that what you see like a piece of leg ham like she she's she's a couple <laughs> years away from permanent uh what are those called momos uh, what are those dresses uh, from yes, perfect yes. mumu dresses momos. oh god are you calling her a cow <laughs> I'm, I'm calling. She's going to be. She's going to be a thick Russian lady. She's, she, she's going to be N- N- Natalia in the babushka. Uh, oh, Natalia in the babushka. In the babushka. <laughs> or is it? Can we say? Can we call her Natalia Natalov? <laughs> Natalia or, babushka. Yeah, that's it. Or it's, but you know, with the Russians, so if they don't have the the V last name, if they're female, it'd be like Natalia Nataslova. Ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? But Babushka is better. Natalia Babushka, leg ham. That's what she is because all I see is pork. Ham is very expensive in Russia. (laughs) You cannot have spam. Spam America number one food. Even though caviar is caviar (laughs) in Russia, but no one in Russia has caviar. Oh, the caviar in Russia is top grade. We don't even get bird eggs. Uh, anyway, shout out to our Russian listeners because we do have Russian listeners, actually, Jeff. Or am I going to get heat for shouting Comrade. them out? <laughs> Comrades, that's it. Or should we say, <laughs> R- R- I won't mention Ukraine. Russia has more but, uh, important things to worry about than, than people watching the PWC about wrestling. Well, we do have a lot of li- Russia's up there, dude. Russia's coming up. I'm telling you, dude. We I don't know what it is. They must love our Slovenska over here in uh, Moscow. But I uh, just want to say, Russia, just quietly. <laughs> uh, uh, should I say it? I don't what know what you're going to say. Slova, Ukraine? Yeah. Yeah, Russia. Ah. You're getting your ass kicked. It's time to leave. It's time to leave. I mean, I don't know how long this is going to Over a billion dollars worth of stuff last week alone. In yeah, one explosion, you lost seven planes. You can't afford seven planes. Go home. Go home. <laughs> Yeah, call it a day, guys. Just call I know it your home sucks, but go. It's yours. <laughs> oh no, there goes all our Russian listeners. How do you say you know? Just go home in Russian. Does anyone know? Dasvidanya. Dasvidanya. Is that true? Yeah, it's goodbye. It's close enough. Shalom. Oh, how did you know? Shalom alaikum. Aloha. Oh. Aloha. That's Hawaiian. Aloha. Whatever. Get the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> ski. Get the fuck out. Ski. <laughs> Did they lost the house key? They lost their house key. <laughs> In Russia, we, we don't have keys because we don't have doors. 
Our doors are windows. That's called air conditioning. Uh, In the winter. Oh shit! I didn't mean it to go. I didn't mean it to get this far, but we did go this far. I anyway, explained to you a million times, and I shouldn't have to explain this to you. Oh, Everybody knows, Jesus. Jimmy. What do I do? Yes. I make. What do you mean? What work. do you do? I make yes. things work. Well, yeah, I take something in a good way. In a I good way. Worse. I take something neutral. I make it negative. That's funny. I was trying to be kind of positive, but no, we had to go there. But um, anyway, <laughs> let's move away from Mother Russia Brothers and let's go back. Yes. Well, yeah, they do speak or actually write Cyrillic. But uh, anyway, enough of them. Let's go into Sammy Zayn backstage walking up to Roman Reigns' door. A man who's guarding it and says, Roman wants to see Sammy. And a hesitant Zayn hey, knocks on the door. for getting a speaking role. Nice. Sure, he, that's, that's yeah, it. absolutely. Will that yeah, count for his SAG Astra card, even though it's in a wrestling show? I wonder. And in I Canada. Wonder, that makes sense. Yeah, true. Uh, was he even American? I don't know, but a lot of, there's a lot of filming in Canada, so I don't think the, the guild cares about where you film. True. I guess you're right. Anyway, he, he knocks on the door and he goes in. Reigns tells him to sit down and ask how things have been going. Sammy says he's been going good and he's been repping the bloodline, but... If, but if he has to be sort of honest, it's been kind of dicey. And he's been getting into it with Jay Uso a lot lately. Roman then goes and tells him, lets him continue to ramble and air his grievances for some time before Sammy himself realizes he may have overstepped his bounds. Rain says he actually agrees that Jay has a respect problem and asks why he didn't bring it to him directly before stepping off to handle some business. Reigns then phones rings and it's Jay... Sammy asks what to do, and Roman tells him to pick it up, and he Can does. Ask about this? What business what? is he attending to when he's leaving his phone? Like, does Good he question. have like a little business office in that suite? You see him put like his reading glasses on, and he's typing away Maybe. on a laptop. <laughs> Maybe he was going for some Chardonnay, Jeff. <laughs> oh, that kind of business. See, he, you know, it's Roman Reigns, bro. I mean, come on. Do you think he had nice artisanal cheeses? I'm sure he did. Okay. I mean, did, haven't we seen that before in his locker room with, with the assorted cheeses? Charcuterie? <laughs> and his uh, cold cuts as well with the salami and the, the hams. I know and we've that, been talking well, a lot about ham. Charcuterie is the, is the cured meats, cold cured right. meats. But wouldn't it be fun if he ordered Sammy? He goes, Haluma cheese? <laughs> you know what? Actually, dude, funny story now that you bring up halloumi. You know how I said I don't like it? Yep. I'll take it back. I actually ate a halloumi sort of pie. You know what a pie is? <laughs> is it penis? No, it's not <laughs> penis. It's halloumi, all right? Not everything goes back to penis. But I do want to say that was the bomb. I don't know why I like it now. Back then I didn't. But, yeah, thumbs up to halloumi cheese, Jeff, just quietly. <laughs> okay. Anyway, enough of the – I know. <laughs> time to be quiet. Because I'm getting hungry at this point. Anyway, where were we? Where 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 was I? Yes, uh, yeah, well, about the phone ring. Phone rang and Sammy answered. Right, right. Well, then Jay is heard screaming at him, and he says he'll take care of it. Zane says, "Us said there was trouble at the border, but you know what? He's here." Roman agrees that he's here, and he's got a five-way number one contenders match for the Intercontinental Championship tonight. Rain says the title will look great in the bloodline, and he should focus on getting that belt. Roman asks if Sammy still talks to Kevin Owens, and he says he does. So Reigns tells him to tell Kevin that he doesn't know anybody, anything. Sammy then says he'll make sure KO hears it. I'm sure if he watches SmackDown, he would have heard it. 
Roman wishes him luck tonight, and Zayn goes off to make things happen as we go straight back to a break. What did you think of this segment? I personally loved it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I loved it, but I thought it was, it was good. I like that they have the callback to Kevin Owens. I like Sami Zayn weaseling and sort of be, well, actually, we haven't really talked in a minute, but yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll make sure he knows. Yeah. But just the way he's such a good actor, though. Like, I just love the way, like, he seemed like a marked hard, you know what I mean? Like, super excited to be, like, right there with Roman Reigns. And yes, my friend, he's ringing once again, Jeff. That's why I've gone poof into the night. You're, you're like Burke from Soap. You disappear. Yeah, but... But it doesn't matter because you can still hear me because, yes, you can see I'm coming live from Montreal as we Are speak. You, there Baggins, you have the ring of power and you take it on and put it off. I've got the ring of ham, Jeff. <laughs> like, the ring of ham. What's that mean? Penis? It could. It could. <laughs> but in this po- at this point, it means Natalia. Oh, Natalia. <laughs> Fonuski. Which also could mean penis. But anyway. <laughs> Which it could. It could. Yeah. Depends who you speak to. Anyway. Mm-hmm. As we come back from commercial, we do get a recap of Gunther defending the Intercontinental Championship against Shinsuke Nakamura last week, which was a banger. Everybody knows how I felt about that match. But have no fear, though, Jeff. The Maximum Male models are here, and they're in the ring. As Max Dupree cuts a promo about juices and, uh, well, what's that, titillation? Yep, Tittle- the titillation of the juices of your guilty pleasures. Does that mean penis again? It might. It I might. Mean, wherever, I mean, wherever your wherever your juices titillate from. <laughs> well, anyway, speaking of penis, we do get here. I mean, there's enter- far worse places for your guilty pleasures to titillate from than your penis. I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, that's and yeah, you're right. As a matter of fact, if you're titillating anywhere else, go and see your local doctor. Just saying. I mean, um, but if, anyway, if you're, if you're a male. <laughs> Well, yes, if you're a male, that that is. But um, anyway, enough of penis, enough of titillating, because he rower in the ring. Okay, can you believe that? So, listen. At first, I was like, okay, this this is sort of fun, but you know, it's it's sort of like last week it was Los Lotharios. Now this week it's Hit Row. I thought that Los Lotharios were going to come in and help Maximum Male Models. Obviously, that didn't happen. I don't think I'm spoiling anything. But uh, Hit Row basically beat up the Maximum Male models, threw them out of there. Uh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, Max Dupree got out of there before there was any trouble. And then they, then they decided to sing a song. So this was, listen, I know that, that wrestling is, yeah, I know that, I know that wrestling is a variety show. Um, and this was not as bad as Chris Jericho and MJF doing a Broadway song and dance number to that me and my shadow. However, however well orchestrated that was, it's not part of wrestling. That's like a, a, a Tonight Show kind of thing or Saturday Night Live. Um, yep. This was just weird. Listen, if they want a musical guest, I have no problem with it. If they want a musical guest and Hit Row, join them. You know, if it's a rap act or whatever, or even if it's not, it's Aerosmith and they want to rap Walk This Way with Aerosmith. Oh, no. Fine. Well, there has um, been a rap version of that. Well, I know. I mean, that's why I said right. with Aerosmith because it was from DMC. I know, um, Jeff. I know. Yeah, I kick it old school. Um, yeah. Rock this. They're not really very good at rapping, and maybe they think they are. Like, I don't mind the rap music gimmick, but when they sing a two and a half minute song, it sort of exposes it. Especially it's, off key, bro. Yeah, they're, they're not. They're not that good at it, and I didn't. I I, I didn't like it, um, and I. And I don't like that after all, some maximum male models looking like jokes that they got treated like 
jokes physically. The one thing I did like is that we caught Maxine Dupree sort of dancing to it and enjoying yeah. it. Like she sort of enjoyed the attention from Los Lotharios. So we have a little Brutus in, in you know, <laughs> Brutus. In, in the mix. We have a potential Benedict Arnold there in the family. Uh, you know, we, we have a sexy Fredo there. Um, I don't know how many more I'm going to do with that. But aside from that, I, I thought that this was abominable, to be honest with you. Yeah, cool, because I actually agree with you. Just this whole segment, I mean, I don't agree with the way Max, maximum male models got treated here because I just feel like they're going to... Yep, Jimmy froze. Well, uh, um, oh, I don't think they know... Oh, we did. I did. Can you hear me? I hear you. You're yeah. You're, you're God damn your your picture isn't keeping up with your speaking. But yeah, continue, please. Unless he's gone. All right. I don't. I, I think that if they're going to look the way they're looking and act in the model fashion that they're that they're doing, they should at least be tough, and they shouldn't be getting jobbed out so easily. They they should have had some offense. Maybe they should have taken Hit Row out, and it would have spared us all a song. Because if they're going to act like jokes and, and, you know, let's just call a spade a spade. This is the PwC. They're looking like, you know, they're, they're, they're effeminate, um, which, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. But, they're, you know, they're wearing the makeup and they're doing the whole Velveteen Dream thing. And, and that's, you know, strike a pogue, Vogue, Vogue, I get it. But if you're going to do that as male wrestlers, you, you know, you, get, you, know you, you should also have the badassery to you. Um, Adrian Adonis was always portrayed as a badass, uh, you know, a, a dirty player. Um, he was, and yeah. he was playing like you know that gay type of character too. Right. That, that's that's the point. I mean, you know, so I don't know. It's just it's just the way I felt, and and it didn't make it any you know like if the song was awesome, <laughs> maybe I would have been better. And by awesome, I mean like okay, you know. Yeah. An okay rap song on a wrestling show could be converted to awesome, especially if you want to like the folks. And I do. I want to like Hit Row. I'm happy to see them back. Um, but no, it wasn't good. I, I didn't like. I didn't like any of this except for um, what's her name, Sophia Cromwell from NXT. I know it's Maxine Dupree now, but right, right, right. Yeah, like you know, jiving yeah, a little yeah. bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she it seems she likes to. She wants to extend her party group. You know. She wants to get hit by row, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> like Matt, like Max wants it to be a private party, but she wants to make it a you know a Miami rooftop skybox. Everyone's Ooh. invited, you know. Whoa, whoa, settle down, Jeff. Settle everyone's, down. <laughs> everyone's coming to the battle zone, you know. <laughs> what the Bukaki zone? <laughs> no, no, the Thunderdome. What, 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 what Frankie goes to Hollywood? What they used to call it, the something zone? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Oh, who cares? But all I know, there was an impact zone. Yeah, definitely not. That that is definitely not the not zone. That zone. I mean, not that I, th zone. I think uh, LA Ly Drake still has PTSD. From that. <laughs> I don't blame him. Anyway, enough of the weirdness over here. But I yes, I will say. I will say that that song sucked. It felt like they were using the same damn lyrics as their actual Hit Row song, just with a worse beat or whatever was going on there. But it sucked. Anyway, right. and, and we're back. We know you're back. I mean, we saw you last week. We don't need we don't need a song about you being back. I mean, it's like every week it's gonna be a different song. Last week we sucked. We sucked. We sucked last week. We're gonna rock. We beat up the models. They're sissy boys, but we're tough boys. Sissy boy models, I like it. B Fab can be the triple M. Be Shad or Maxine. She be fine. Yeah, she'd be fine. <laughs> She's the right Dupree for me. 
Oh no! no. Literally, my rap is as bad as theirs. No, but that was good. She be fine. I like it. That's actually such a that's a great name. That's, that's cool. Instead of uh, Adonis, what was his first name? I forgot. Ashante the Adonis, which sounds like a female, just quietly. Ashante. Ashante. I, I mean, yes. I mean, is it like the book of Ashante from Doctor Strange? I don't know, but there's also Ashanti, the female R&B singer. That I don't know, but like Ashanti, I think I, I think it's an Arabic word. Is it? Well, it sounds very girly. Ashanti? I don't care where it comes from. Ashanti the Adonis? Yeah, it does, and, and he's not that Adonisy. I mean, what's, I know, he's, and he's not Greek, all right? I don't care. I mean, he's <laughs> not built like you know, he's not like me, but it's not like Lex Luger the narcissist. I mean, that that was Adonis. Body wise, I don't know about up here, but uh, yeah, from here down, definitely. But right. um, speaking of Adonises and Greeks, I guess we get we come back from the commercial as we get Killer Cross a Killer Cross vignette where Scarlet does a wacky tarot reading and Cross calls Drew McIntyre the chosen one and screams at him a bunch about how he knew he was wrong to be chosen. Do you agree with Mr. Cross, Jeff? Um. I have to be honest with you. I had a lot of trouble understanding what Scarlett was saying. And when Cross speaks loudly, he's very clear. I like his facial expressions, but he was whispering and I and I didn't really understand everything he was saying either. And I was still trying to figure out what she was talking about. Um, I mean, for a while, I thought she was speaking in tongues, like a made up language, like the, the, the language of the demons. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mithrodatis. I, 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 I don't know. Um, wow. Do I agree that he, whether he wants to be the chosen one or not, that is what he is, and they were wrong? I mean, to, to an extent, yes. I mean, he did speak true that while you were supposed to be chosen, somebody else set the table and became the chief. Yeah, that that that's all true. Um, whatever. Listen, it's a fine wrestling promo. I don't think it's going to be one for the ages. It's fine. It continues the little story he he's fixated on drew drew's fixated on roman right. you know? and then so it's it like goes a weird it's a weird like um menage a trois going on over here dude one wants one guy and the other guy wants the other guy but all three of them don't want each other but i don't yeah. know what the hell's going it's on just dude. like an 80s summer camp romance like uh chips into lucy but Lu- lucy's into biff you know yeah and they're all three guys though that's that's the other thing that worries me but it it's all good we're very inclusive here at the PWC, as he's there done we, a big. There we are, back to penis. Back to penis. Well, in this case, it's three penises. But anyway, <laughs> who am I to judge? We move on to the next matchup, though, because we got all penises for the number one contendership for the Intercontinental Championship between Happy Corbin Five and Cat Moss. swinging dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Five swinging fucking dicks. <laughs> did I mention Ricochet and Sami Zayn and Sheamus also are in this matchup? Well, I just did. Oh, uh, boom! Boom! There goes the dynamite, really, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, anyway, look, man, the fans were obviously over for Sami Zayn. I mean, I love hearing the whole play just going, ole, 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 ole. It's just, that's pretty cool. Montreal is always a good crowd. Heck, Canada always brings it, let's be honest. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, they're all behind Sami Zayn, but yep. did Sami Zayn end up winning? Yep. Well, unfortunately, he doesn't because Sheamus ends up winning by pinfall with a broke kick on Happy Corbin to become your number one contender to the WWE Intercontinental Championship. And then we go back to a break. What do you think of the match? 
Match was okay. It was pretty good. I mean, I'm glad Sheamus won. I mean, it would have been interesting if Sammy did because of the bloodline or honorary honorary bloodline thing. I wanted Sammy to bring gold to it. I mean, it makes sense story wise, right? Now he failed again. Um, you know, the only thing he's good at is taking claymores. But uh, Sheamus yeah. against Gunther, I mean, that seems like a good match. match. And, you know, the thing is, they're both heels, but I think, have you noticed that Sheamus hasn't appeared with the other brawling brutes yes. for a while? I think As a matter of fact, face. Jeff, I, I think from now on, it's kaput. It's gone. It's not even exist. Butch is going to be peak done again, apparently. And as far as uh, Ridge goes, I guess he, we can see him walking right over the ridge and gone to irrelevancy because well, I think and, we're done he, with this shit. So, so you think they traded him to NXT UK and then released him the next day? NXT <laughs> Europa. <laughs> well, that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Well, maybe NXT well, Europa does, but NXT yes, Europe doesn't yet. Um, ridge hard power. <laughs> but I, I think they're I think they're going to turn Sheamus' face. I sort of felt that way oh, after the definitely. match with Drew, where we're like Drew yes. basically looking at him emotionally. No, definitely. He's definitely turning into a baby face. I mean, he was even wrestling like a baby face pretty much in this matchup. Let's be honest. Yeah, and he, and and he's been bleeding a lot, so you know you, you see it on his past. Skin. But yeah, the IC champion is the only championship he needs to be a Grand Slam champion. But Gunther yeah, never won the title, and you want to you want it to be dominant. Listen, I have no opposition to. Sheamus winning, getting that, and then them having like a best of seven. I don't care if the title switches hands six times during that. I, I, I don't care if they hot potato as long as it's just another best of seven, and then maybe they become best friends. I don't know, whatever. I don't, you oh, know, please. You know, another bar. I don't care. But no, um, not the bar. Well, that could be Dick's too, by the way, just quietly. Oh, the bar. Uh, well, not the bar. <laughs> so, what what would it be this time? The Stalag? What was that, that group? No, no, no. Remember that group of Europeans with uh, Rusev, the Sheamus? That's it. The League of Nations. Why not get that again? Can yeah. we call it the European Union? Yeah, they could just call it the European Union. I mean, there'd still be room. I mean, there's a lot of Europeans there, so they could make room yeah. for a lot. Yeah. I mean, why not? Let's do it. I mean, this, I mean, if Vince was here, I'm sure we would get it. I wouldn't be so sure of that. I mean, if Vince was here, we'd still have... Butch running, or Butch would be like biting people, like uh, <laughs> like that that coach did when he was at, on Alonzo Mourning's uh, leg during that fight when right. the Mexican heat got in it. What was a guy with the oh, with that the was back in the day, dude? Right, his brother is a coach too. His his hair, he the terrible comb over. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember his name. Oh uh, wait, wait, who are you talking about? The commentator or the um... no, the coach, the head coach. He tried to break up a fight and he fell oh, down and like he was oh, which one of Miami? Long. Yeah, oh, Miami was, or. Well, Wasn't he was it the, Pat Riley? No, he was the coach of the Knicks, but he was he was holding on to Alonzo Mourning's leg, who was the Heat's center, and it, it, it basically was like cartoonishly silly, where he was basically hanging on to the bottom of his foot. Wait, he was a coach. I thought it was Pat Riley, but maybe not. Pat Riley was the coach of the Heat, but this was the coach of yeah, the Knicks. oh of oh, the Knicks and Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, it was Jeff Van Gundy and his brother Mitch the coach too. It was Jeff Van Gundy. Right. hundred percent. Right. right. Yeah. right. So that, that would be much like biting people on the leg. I'm like, Jesus, you know what? And I was starting to like it, man. And now they've just said, oh, well, stuff it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It so it is stupid. what it is. I mean, it's like Ezekiel. It, it could was. only go for so long. It's like Orange Cassidy. How long can you do that? Oh, come on. 
you know it's going to last forever, Jeff, in AEW. Uh, well, then this can too. I, I, listen, I, I don't know. Listen, all I can tell you is Pete Dunne is too scrawny to, to be a serious wrestler in WWE. Sorry. He looked very scrawny, especially as Butch. But uh, anyway, we'll see what happens. But I'm pretty sure they're done and dusted because they never existed. Not Sheamus doesn't even mention them. It's like it didn't even happen. This like, Richardson looks like a wrestler. True. Well, yeah. I mean, he's in good shape too. So, but after what he did to Big E, though, man. And uh, anyway, yeah. and he's got a history of doing this shit too, mind you. Yeah, Big the only e other person he ever hurt was himself. And Gargano, I think he did it too as well in NXT. Yeah. Gargano, please. Gargano, Gargano is 112 pounds. I mean, he's got no business. Giovanni being. wrestling? Oh, what a joke. And and by the anyway. way, Biggie said that 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 you know he he was the one that was that, that took the move wrong. I, I don't think I saw that. He had no control of over that suplex, dude. Really, let's be honest. I I, I you know what? I don't pretend to have gone to wrestling school or be a I, I don't know who's supposed to do what. Nothing about it looked unusual until until the until the aftermath to me. Well, first of all, you don't even attempt a move like that on the outside. And second of all, don't even attempt a move like that on someone like Big E, like that big. Well, that's how the match was booked. I mean, I mean, someone told them to do that. Well, fire the agents then, if if it was them that there's a chance that they they have. But I mean, listen, Drew throws people on the outside all the time. He does more of a throwing suplex as opposed to even the body is tight to tight, but I, right. I, but I, I Drew is a know. veteran. Ridge Holland is still a rookie, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. But anyway, forget it. The, the point is they're gone anyway. No more. What was what were they called again? I forgot the what the group brawling was brutes. Well, it still said That's brawling right. brutes on the on the jumbotron on the titantron. Well, they'll update it. Don't worry. They're just a little behind. <laughs> Trust little, me, it's all a little good. behind. A little behind. Ah, oh, here we go. It's all dicks again, isn't it, Jeff? Not to behind, but you you hear behind and you say dicks. Mm. Oh hell, it's that golden anyway, age again. It is. It's very much that golden age. Anyway, it dep- <laughs> we get the Viking Raiders next. Speaking of dicks, um, why are we still getting vignettes? Anyway, it depicts a camp with torches lit and some kind of ritual, though. Jeff, being it was a Viking enacted. burial to bury the new day, though they didn't bury oh, anyone. The new day. Did, did, did they even light a, a funeral pyre? I mean, I heard. Yes. It's like, we respect you like words. Now, listen, I, I, I'm i relieved of one thing, that, that the shaman or the, the medicine man, whatever, the priest, whoever they were, they, 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 they didn't turn around and it wasn't Sarah Rowe, because that's what I was afraid oh, Thank God. Yeah. Because I'll get it, keep her far away from WWE, please. Would have been but, funny if it turned around and it was Malachi Black. Well, <laughs> And, but he had the other side of his face painted. He goes, it's not me, Malachi Black. It's my twin brother. Um, my King Black. You know, G- Gabriel Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gabriel like, oh, man. It's my brother, Please. Lucifer Black. <laughs> Luciferian Black. That's right. <laughs> you know, because you got to be a little classier. My name is not Lucifer. It's Luciferian. Luciferian <laughs> you know I mean? isn't a name. Luciferian is followers of Lucifer. I know. I you know that. Know. But... You- you don't yes, know. I do know. I you, do you know. Think, you think it's a Persian name or something? No, I never said it was a Persian name. Like Rashmanian or something. Well, that's a no. That's you, Armenian. You Persians everywhere. You. That's group. Armenian. You're, you're always being attacked by someone from the east. <laughs> okay, let's just many... go on Azazel Black. Okay. Okay, fine, fine. Anyway, as we continue, it's there. There's some kind of ritual being enacted by a woman, though, 
Jeff, with well, I don't a know deer if it was skull. A woman or not. It was a priest. Like, I, what, are you, I, what are you saying? Did him ever, him ever die? No, I'm saying that you couldn't tell <laughs> that there was a big fur cape and an antler, an antler crown on them. You didn't. You didn't well, see. I took it as a female. Well, yeah, a lot of times you take things as a female. And it turns out it's not. That's just your excuse. I thought it was a girl. Well, we'll never find out, Jeff. I don't know if we can do any sort of research. To... <laughs> oh, God. Well, anyway, she paints. And that's why your country has a population problem. We she thought it was a woman. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, right. Anyway, she paints runes on Eric and Ivar's he, foreheads. He. Sorry? He. He painted runes. <laughs> All right, fine. For you, we'll go he. On their foreheads, anyway. He stands for Douglas. The... Oh, for Christ's sake, can I finish this? <laughs> I can't finish it, man. <laughs> oh, oh, damn it. I'm saying word, and then you jump in, and then I word, and then you jump in again. But anyway, Ivar's foreheads, uh, see, I fucked it. There we go. And we see that they've constructed an altar of New Day merch, like you were saying just before. They say they respect them as warriors, even as champions, heck, even as heroes. But their time has passed, and the wounds on their flesh are merely... A prelude. Why does that sound like Paul Heyman saying that? Anyway. The whole thing was stupid because they were talking about them with too much honor. Just just say, I mean, they should have gone full Conan. Like we 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 emasculated you, we destroyed you, we defeated you, we took your women, we had we pillaged <laughs> we your towns, <laughs> we took your wealth, them. we took your crowns, and that now you're now your you're never to be saying saying <laughs> again. I, I, we wish you could say Valhalla awaits you, but Valhalla is for hero warriors, and that's not you. Yeah, well, Valhalla can eat a dick, as far as I'm concerned. There you anyway, go. Right back to dicks again. <laughs> right back to dicks. Their folly and pride have led them here, and now Valhalla, or Valhalla, sorry, awaits. They say the sun will soon set on Don't new you day. Mean a that's why they are minions? Valhallians? Yes. <laughs> I see. They say the sun will soon set on new day. And it'll be the dawn of a new Viking day. And they set the altar ablaze with their torches. What torches were they? <laughs> Only Jeff knows. It's definitely not the torch that I'm thinking. Or is it, Jeff? <laughs> if it's penis, that's what I'm guessing you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Too many dick references in this show. Anyway, commentary recaps Ronda Rousey's paying off her fine last week. What, did they see you at the DMV or something? Mm -hmm. Anyway. And, and the contract signing that ensued. Canada, there's a lot of bureaucracy. She just went out to like a government ah. booth to find booth. <laughs> I see. Hey, well, come here, eh? Sorry. Do here. Do <laughs> Sorry, here. eh? Sorry. Sorry for the way. You having a nice day, eh? Hello, Ronda Rousey. I sound like a freaking Irishman now. Anyway. If you pay this fine, you should take the nice bus tour and see the historic district. Happy Le Pew, eh? Don't go Leave to the Morgan. French Court. You look like a nice lady, eh? <laughs> uh, shout out to all our Canadian Canuckers out there because you know we've got a lot of listeners from uh, from up north just quietly all cold countries Russia Canada we got we got you covered true we got you covered if you want cold we we, we bring cold right here at the PWC Real Vikings not, not that not that yes. phony by the way if you're going to talk about the sunset you should be doing it at sunset not in the dark at night <laughs> makes no sense dummies well maybe it's Valhalla black can we get teddy long actually being in their corner and he could come out and say Vahala, hala, hala. Vahala, dala, dala, dala. <laughs> the new day you're gonna meet the undertaker <laughs> yes yeah 
<laughs> anyway, anyway, shit, we look like we absolutely destroyed this show, but it wasn't that bad, believe me. It really it wasn't, wasn't that good either. But it wasn't that good either, and that's true, because let's be real, I think, you know, the momentum of all pretty decent shows for the last three to four weeks has kind of slowed down at this point. But we do get Liv Morgan being interviewed backstage. Who cares? She also admits her injured arm puts a target on her. Please. But she's got a target on her as champion anyway, Jeff. And she'll do anything to keep that title. Do we care? Not really. I mean, we have to. Uh, listen, this was a well, normal yes. promo. This is this is the closest thing she's had to a normal promo in, in a while. So, fine. I mean, she still sounds like a whiner, but she wasn't crying, and she didn't sound like she was, you know, she sounded like she's ready to fight. So, this was fine. That's all it was. It was, was fine. It? it was not bad. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I'm not, I don't really give a shit because then this leads to a crappy ass Liv Morgan versus Shotzi Blackout match. And, you know, Liv Morgan ends up winning by people with a damn oblivion because this match was pretty much oblivion. It was nothing special. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was, it, it was fine. I mean, it, listen, it was better than the tag match. I'll, I'll say that part. Um, and then, yeah, then yeah. she got her the crap kicked out of her by, um, Shayna Baszler afterwards, which was cool. I was going to get to that. And uh, as you said, Shayna Baszler, uh, Shayna Blazer, I just said, Shayna Baszler attacks and lays Morgan out. She grabs a wrist lock and steps on her neck, folding the arm to the mat, getting in her ear and saying the only reason she doesn't break her arm right now is because she wants to win the title. And she keeps yeah. leaving her in her head for good measure as commentary reminds us that Ronda Rousey got arrested at the top of the show. What do you, what do you think, Shayna? Does she have a legit chance of actually winning the SmackDown Women's Championship? <laughs> no, I'm going to say no. Um, I, I'm going to say no, but I think that Ronda is going to be involved somehow so that we get that Shayna-Ronda program that, that I've been talking about for a while. But I can't rule it out entirely. I mean, listen, when the heel keeps beating the hell out of the face, the, the face is supposed right. to win. I mean, that, that's sort of wrestling sure. 101. But I could see Baszler winning with some perceived assistance of Ronda, and then Ronda attacks Baszler uh, to set up the. Because, I mean, listen, let's face it, that's a much better feud. And Liv is not convincing as a face. And listen, the crowd was nice to her tonight. Nobody was booing her, but she nice. doesn't get that enormous pop. She doesn't get that Becky pop. And if you're going to have a face that's not getting that enormous pop, you might as well have it on a heel and have faces chase. But I think people yeah, like right. want to see Shayna Baszler and Ronda fight. Yeah, I mean, I'm down for it. No doubt about it. You know what, though? I will say I think Ronda is slowly regaining her confidence back. Oh, yeah. Remember, like, for a while, it really seemed like she didn't want to be there. It was like, I can tell no, she had one. Like, I think she right. does want to be there now. I felt the last, like, Absolutely. four weeks or so, she's definitely wanted to be there. I agree. I feel the same way. It's it's almost reminiscent of the you know her first run a little bit now. Even with the attitude, she's a lot more confident on the mic now. I don't know what was going on when she first reappeared. Yeah, she's but this going time, she Hulk. She's like uh, she, she Cold Stone Stone Austin. I don't know what I do. I don't Ronda know what the Rousey. words I said just were supposed to be. Yeah, they didn't come out the way they were supposed to. Stone Cold <laughs> She Austin. That's what that's what I was trying. Ah, to say. is that even allowed? To be said these days, Jeff. I mean, could you get this? Is the PWC? We say what we uh, want. That's right. 
we don't cancel ourselves over here at the PwC, although we could get cancelled by someone else, but it doesn't matter because we don't care anyway. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, speaking of not caring, we do get Roman Reigns appearing. <laughs> this is, I guess, the main event. To a, actually a huge ovation, though, Jeff. Funny Who enough. Um, a huge ovation. He's the tribal chief. We acknowledge him. Well, we acknowledge him. Australia acknowledges him. The USA definitely acknowledges him. But more importantly, Canada acknowledged him. And the Free Republic of Quebec. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, where's the Rougeau brothers when you need them? Yeah, right. Where are the Mounties? Steamboats on dynamite. They can't bring out they they can't bring out Rick Martel and the Mounties. Oh please, where's the arrogance? No, no, even not even Rene Dupree. You couldn't even get us the Z Man, Tom Zink. (laughs) Yeah, what is Tom Zink even around? Did he die? Maybe. I think he died, but um I think maybe he died too. Well he's got an excuse. He has a pass. True, that's true. Where the rest of the Bronies? Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually felt this was nowhere near as good as uh, Drew McIntyre's promo from Monday night. I thought that was passionate and there was a lot of truth to it. But this time it was pretty much your, you know, how do you by numbers. (laughs) Drew by numbers. Yeah, more like, you know, Drew by, I don't know, generic promo, you know, insert promo type of shit. You know, I'm still the shit pretty much and I'm going to beat you at the castle. It answered the question. And blah, blah, blah. Where'd the passion come from, Drew, or did Kevin Owens get it out of him? And the answer is Kevin Owens got it out of him. Absolutely, Kevin. And actually, I'm glad you brought it up. And we didn't really mention this on the machismo at the time. But now that you brought him up, if you saw the way Kevin Owens reacted to to the way Drew McIntyre delivered that promo, he smiled and gave him a little wink. Like, yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see that passion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and Roman is so business. Listen, Roman plays his role perfectly. Yeah, Perfect. he's on, he, Roman. He's unflappable. He's unfazable. He doesn't give a shit. He's arrogant. Yeah, you're absolutely. you're in his space. You're in his air. Fuck you for even being near me. So he's <laughs> yeah. not going to arise. He's not going to. He, he's not going to be someone you play off. You have to. He's not going to play off you. You have to figure out how to play off him. And Drew absolutely. has apparently two gears. One is babyface one two three, and the other is if somebody else gives him gives him work that he can work with, he can. He can turn it on, but he, he can't do it himself. He can't do it unilaterally. And he needs to. He needs to be able to do that. It's true. But look, I still think he's good, but uh he's sure not he's Roman good. Reigns, that's for sure. No, he's but, not he looked like five inches taller than Roman Reigns. Oh, he is, dude. I mean, look, I think it was you and I talking about him, but he's legitimately a six foot six. Yeah, I thought it was six five, but he's so listen. If I think they say Roman's six three, I think he's probably six two. Yeah, um, yeah, he's definitely six two. They say he's six eight with Drew though on television. They said he's six eight. Yeah, that's what they who? bill him as six who? eight. Who? Well, WWE. Who? Who build? They build who was six eight? Drew or oh, Drew McIntyre? No, no, Drew, Drew, Drew. It was not six eight, but uh, he sure looked six Pretty eight. Tall. He looked, He's he looked at least four, six six. He looked four at or five least. inches taller than Roman. Oh, hundred percent. He's, he's a big. I, I saw him up in Bel Air, Maryland, uh, facing. It was it was either Robert Roode or Roderick Strong for the NXT title, and he was a monster of a man compared to pretty much everyone else there that was featured. The only people who were close to his size were sort of like. AOP and Tucker from Heavy Machinery. I mean, and what's happened to 
Shush and uh, Otis actually these days. I haven't noticed them really much. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they've been around. I think that they're just trying to... Listen, I think Triple H is trying to get away from too much of the jokey stuff and repackage them. Of course, then the, the retort to that is explain maximum male models to me, Jeff. I can't. Neither can I. <laughs> Except that water commercial at the time at SummerSlam was very disturbing. Yeah, no, maximum, maximum male models to me is a complete flop and, and they should move on to something else. And I think they're going that way. Clearly, after what we saw tonight, you'd think they are going that, that route, right? I don't know. I, I, I'm, oh, we're I'm, getting I a mean, feud between Hero the... and Triple M. Like, I, I don't know. Like, if this was supposed oh, to be a wrestling angle, not, not an intro to a song and dance, Los Lotharios should have came out and helped them. And they should, should have all... Everyone should have been dancing. <laughs> Everybody. I mean, can't, can't you picture that shit? They're all together, you know, in a nightclub, you know, they're all like... <laughs> they, they, they all fuck in the electric slide. They all do like, right, like, and they all break out into a fight, and then they all still dancing in the, you know in how the like, club. You know how every dance is the the electric slide. It's just if it's country, you hold your belt. If it's if it's rap, you do something else. But it's the same moves. It's like four steps, clap, lean, uh, turn. They all they, <laughs> and they, they do the dosey dough as well. Yeah, as, as long as, as long as Max Dupree is leading it, that would be okay. Well, I hope so because if he's not, there's going to be problems. Otherwise, you might as well not even go ahead with this shit. Just yeah, drop just, it already. Just turn him into a wrestler again. I mean, he, he, he he's perfectly good at that. <laughs> Instead of LA Knight, why can't we go with, um, I don't know, NY Knight? He's from What's New York now. with LA Knight? <laughs> I mean, why it took me NY Knight? to get, get used to Eli, Eli Drake and turn it to LA Knight. Okay, like, Eli Knight. I, I don't, well, Eli by day, LA care. by night. Just, just let him <laughs> wrestle again. And that. <laughs> I'm Elijah. I'm Ezekiel and Elias's good looking brother. Uh, uh, did you see uh, uh, what's it called? Elrod? Whatever the fuck? No, I saw Ernie Senior. <laughs> yeah, well, Elrod also made. Well, Elrod also made a little appearance and done a little promo on the, online too. Oh, good. So, man. you know, Kevin Owens has got a lot of shit he's got to worry about, man. You're going to have not only uh, Ezekiel. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Elias and what was the dad's name again? Ernie Senior, I think. Was it Senior or Junior? I'm not sure because it begs the question as to who's Junior. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they call him Junior though, so I don't know who the Senior is, but it doesn't matter at this Ernie point. <laughs> was it? Who knows? But he he's supposed to debut on Raw this coming Monday, right? Ernie Senior? Yes. I have no idea. I'm pretty sure that Avatar, he said, I'm going to come over there and kick your ass, Owens. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Hey, we'll see. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I wonder if he looks like Elias. I hope they're bringing the Miz's dad to do it. Oh, he's brilliant, dude. Come on, man. If there's no, if there's no per, better douchebag than the Miz, well, his dad can even take the cake for that one. You know what I'm saying? Because look at him. He looks like a freaking bucktooth weirdo. <laughs> he should fight the, the, the young buck's father. Oh, Bizarro Steven Seagal against his dad. Oh no! And check him out, <laughs> like uh, Gene LaBelle did actually with uh, Steven Seagal. Little Stevie Seagal. Stevie Seagal. Anyway, you know what, Jeff? I think we've covered everything. We are going to come back for the special edition of the Saturday Night Skirmish, which is tomorrow night. But before we do that, though, Jeff, 
please tell them where they can find you. When I'm out here next to Steve Bont's version 2.0, often I'm next to another Steve, Steve Pena on the Hammerlock Hangover. Uh, that's our wrestling podcast, a new episode. We recorded it last night, so uh, it should drop tomorrow, being Saturday the 20th. Um, by the way, I went five for five on Heat Wave. I'm pretty proud of myself there. Um, and my non-wrestling podcast, Garden of Doom, brand new episode dropped earlier today. Uh, got a guest from India, and we talked about uh, the Vedic culture and the Indian mythology and the Panoply and the Mahabharata Wars and all sorts of exciting stuff like that. Uh, and Garden Views is uh, sort of a sister show to Garden of Doom. They're on the both on the Garden of Doom feed. Uh, Garden Views is more topical, often legal in nature. Uh, topics like cannabis law and, and laws of space. Um, I just recorded a, an episode on intellectual property, copyrights, trademarks uh, in the context of some entertainment law. Um, so look for that to drop probably next week. So that's where you can find me, Twitter, Icarus, at IcarusFellMD. If you want Hammerlock Hangover, at HammerlockHO. Garden of the Doom and Hammerlock Hangover both have Facebook pages. And you can email Hammerlock Hangover at hammerlockhangover at gmail.com. I think that's everywhere. Or you can reach me here at the PWC, uh, the PWC Twitter and the PWC um, uh, email, which are, bo- which are both above oh, Jimmy's head. That's right, which is actually the PWC network at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, we will answer them. But the problem with the emails, we get a lot of spam. And I just hate looking into it because there's a lot of trash going on there is it spam is russian email? luxury food us yes i forgot ah. it is a lot russian luxury food spam not spam or spam it's spam but anyway enough of spam i like spam just quietly jeff great yeah i do i actually do i'm not kidding everyone looks at me weird but i like it i don't know why it's probably made out of who knows what but it's it's good american shit pal it's made out of like like pig tongue and lips and like oh, knuckles and yuck dude come on man it's like it's the stuff sausage. that's not good enough to put into sausage god damn it why do you have to do that to me please i don't know I anyway can you just afford ham i want spam damn it and i can't afford ham but i want spam i want spam now and not to spam in my emails spam on my plate but anyway Enough well, spam. You don't spam on Twitter, so you can, uh, you know, at P- PWC Network, right? Yes, exactly. At the PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effects if you want to follow myself. More importantly, though, Jeff, please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network.popping.com, ChannelAttitude.com, PW Hustle Networks, TheBlowOffPod.com, and Hamin Media Group. Is there something else I'm missing? What are you pointing at over there? I already said the emails. I already said Podbean's. I'm pointing and, at them. It and, just took me a while to get the uh, direction correct on the on the camera. Well, ironically, if I'm pointing up, last time it was uh, like it's above me right now. And then mm-hmm. when I watched the, the feed afterwards, it was pointing the opposite sort of side. I'm like, what the hell? But anyway, who cares? At this point, I think we can just say goodbye because I'm your host, Steve Bots version 2.0. Or is it Jimmy T? Nobody knows. And that's Evil Dose 1.0, the original Evil Dose, Jeff Lippman. And you've been listening and watching the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk right here on the PWC Network. Ciao. Just note, everyone, who's destroying AEW from the inside? The Dark Order. Who's destroyed Dark Order? Evil Dose. Stay evil, my friends. 
stay evil indeed. And fuck the Dark Order. Peace. Dark Order. <laughs>
We got something special for y'all. Yeah, we got something real special. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> what? Yeah, hey, we got like vinyls. Let's oh. get it. We back like we never left. Back. Yeah, we back. Yeah, we all the way hey. back. All, all the way back. back. And we throwing like a wave cap. Got the wave back. Everybody know who won the game. We gon' play that. It's zero. gathered here to celebrate our battles and to prepare for what's to come. We respect you as great warriors, champions, and heroes. But your time has passed. The wounds upon your flesh are merely a prelude. You failed to heed our warnings. Your folly and your pride have led you here. And now, Valhalla awaits. Tonight, we stand upon these consecrated grounds to pay tribute. A great battle awaits. Soon, the sun will set upon the new day. And it will be the dawn of a new Viking day. Doesn't matter what you've ever done or what you're ever gonna do. 
this is what you are. But you might think really bothers you about that. The fact that where you failed, they chose someone else. And that person built the table you failed to set. They chose you. And they were wrong. They chose you. And they were wrong. They chose you, McIntyre! And deep down inside, you've always known they were wrong! Ricochet. Scottish warrior. Big rights to the Roman Reigns. And a 
throwing a rage and the champ's in trouble. A little preview of Clash at the Castle. Potentially. Uh-oh, look at McIntyre. McIntyre setting himself on Pat. Reigns could be heading to Claymore Country. Oh! Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn just putting a bullet for Reigns. And now Roman Reigns with McIntyre distracted. Hits the Superman punch. Honorarius. Sami Zayn sacrificed himself for Roman. And now Roman looking to lay waste to McIntyre.
PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.